it's gone. It's a grand slam. And that's the ball game. This is the Prospects Baseball Show, your inside look at the boys and girls of summer. Here's your hosts, Dean Millard and Jordan Blundell. Hello there and uh, welcome to episode 35 of uh, the Prospects Baseball Show in these strange times. My name is Dean Millard, and of course, uh, the head coach and the AGM, there he is, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, Jordan Blundell. How are you, buddy? It's good to see you. I haven't seen you in, in quite a while. It's been a while, yeah, man. It's good to see you, too. It's good to talk some baseball and get the get the show back going here. Yeah, and uh, I don't know when we're going to get uh, our, uh, our lives uh, back, uh, but... Uh, we all have to basically do our part. And, and if that means staying at home, if that means using Skype to get your podcasts, it's a small, small sacrifice. Uh, when you consider the sacrifices of our uh, relatives uh, from the past when they were faced with uh, challenges throughout the world. So uh, I don't know, how's, how's self-isolation for you? You were very smart. You traveled uh, to the United States and came back and said, I'm not taking any chances with this. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I feel fine, uh, normal. Everything's good. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to put my parents in in any danger. They're a little bit older, so um, Coach Boyk and and his lovely wife have helped me out. I'm staying over over here. They're a little bit younger in that demographic. That's maybe not as um, in as much trouble if something were to happen. They were kind enough to open up their place for me to come over. So. Uh, it was awesome. I, I really appreciate them for that. That friendship means a lot. Um, yeah, it's, it's been weird. Like, you know, you, you what do you do, right? You know, mm. watch some Jack Ryan on Prime. I kind of wanted to get that done, so I got that done. Um, following the news, getting on Twitter. I've been a little bit more active in replying on Twitter and kind of jumping in on some cool things. And we might get to some of those here in a little bit. Do you know what, what have you been up to? Uh, I, by the way, Jack Ryan is good. Uh, I, I finished it. I actually, I, I watched every Jack Ryan movie and then the series. Uh, so I kind of tried to go, but they all bounce back and forth, but it's really good. I've been watching a lot of, uh, movies, been watching a lot of classic games. Uh, I watched Canada cup 84. I've watched a few Oiler cup wins. Um, I've been just trying to, uh, keep busy with things. Um, I, uh, I started watching Narcos, which is really good, man. And yeah. and I had, uh, I didn't know Pablo Escobar was uh, like the Houdini, man, that he could escape from everything all the time. So I've been enjoying that. And I, I've been playing uh, some uh, MLB The Show 20. Um, it, the, the, here's the cool thing about MLB The Show 20 is, uh, well, with all their games, uh, first of all, you don't have to buy the disc anymore. You can just download it. So as you're downloading the game and it's getting everything set up, you're actually playing a game and it's yeah. uh, you, you can't get out of it. You have to play this game until it downloads. So it's always a rematch of the World Series. So a couple of years ago, I was so pissed off when I had to play this game of the Astros beating and the, and the Dodgers and, you know, all the celebration that happens uh, beforehand and everything as they introduce the game. So this year it loads up. It's the Nationals. It's the uh, Astros, and you're playing that uh -huh. game. 
And I proceeded with Steven Strasburg to being 17 straight Astros until the game downloaded. I did nothing but throw as inside as I could at every Astros batter. I think I was down 14 nothing when the game finally downloaded or something like that. I, I threw at them the whole time, and I was, it felt fabulous. It felt fabulous. Um, there were no trash cans. It was just straight fastballs at Astros. I like it. Uh, I, I kind of figured you might be up to something like that when, uh, <laughs> when the new video game comes out. So you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And uh, so, and then I, and then I've just been, I don't play the game a lot. Um, I've been, there's this, they have this uh, full manage mode um, that you can, you got some uh, friends with you over there, eh? A little Barky oh, Barkerson. Like friend Dolly. Yeah. Uh, there, there's the manage mode. So it's, it's basically watching a game and then you, you throw in uh, a reliever, you bring in, you know, pinch hitter if you want to or whatever. So just, it plays the game while I'm watching something else. Uh, and I simulated the whole season. Uh, faced the A's in the uh, or the uh, Braves rather in the uh, first round and lost in uh, five games. My bullpen let me down. Oh really? Yeah, we the Dodgers we bullpen. Talked about that bullpen uh, that yeah. at the deadline last year on our on our show. We were yeah, kinda... you were all over that. You were like, "This is the and 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 my starting pitching wasn't great as well." Uh, so the interesting thing, Julio Urias from the start of the game till the end of the season turned into a 92 rated pitcher. He's got a chance to be really good. Yeah, I hope, I hope so. And he's on my fantasy team, uh, one of my fantasy teams as well. So, but it's interesting to see, um, you know, play out the season and see what happens. Uh, unfortunately, the freaking Astros won the world series, uh, again, <laughs> I was so pissed off. So that's, that's kind of what I've been doing though. I've, I've been trying to keep it? myself busy that way. Astros Braves, it was Astros Braves. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I like the Bravos. Uh, I had them last year as the team getting through there. You did, you did. Um, okay, so uh, that's kind of what I've been doing. That's what uh, you have been doing. And uh, if you would like to uh, get in touch with us on the show, you can. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, there it is at Prospects Pod at EDM Prospects. Uh, you can check us out online at prospectsbaseballshow.ca or get all the information from the team at prospectsbaseballclub.com. On Facebook, it's Prospects Baseball Show. And on Instagram, you can find us at Prospects Baseball Show as well. All right, let's go around the horn. Hey, bada, 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 so we bada. God, I'm looking at the curveball. Let's go around the horn and get the big news in baseball. All right, so uh, we know about Major League Baseball. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, give us the the latest on what's going on with you guys right now as a team, as a league. Uh, is it a holding pattern for everybody? What's what's the the latest chatter going on at league level? Yeah, well, uh, holding pattern is a great way to describe it. Um, you know, obviously, our game doesn't work without the fans, so we're going to need to see how this plays out for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's sad and crazy. Everybody knows the, the adjective to describe what's going on now. So, um, yeah, we're in a holding pattern. So what I've done is, uh, you know, just stayed in touch with the guys uh, that, that we have signed. Um, I've got a couple more pieces to get. Um you know, what do you do, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I haven't been hard on the recruiting trail. I've reached out to a couple guys that I've stayed in touch with here, you know, probably since about September with the, the couple guys I'm on. And 
um, you know, uh, to, to alert everybody, you know, like college baseball shut down. And uh, I was in Arizona as this was kind of playing out. So, you know, I got down to Arizona on uh, March 5th. I uh, went to a couple games on the 6th and then, um, and then, and then got into my, my recruiting and, and scouting trip. Like it was at the yard every day, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and every day subsequently, you know, some more chatter about COVID and what's going on would, um, you know, be a topic of conversation for sure. And so I flew out on uh, Friday the 13th. So on the 12th, um, there was a team that left Tucson that like left before they played their game and they played games uh, through the 13, 14. I think their last game was the 15th. They had teams from all over. Um, I think the last games they played there were the 15th. So there were, there was a team that left um, did, did uh, you know, kind of like, Hey, school said we can't play sent sure. them home. Um, and so obviously that was the topic of conversation and, and uh, you know, we kind of just went through all that. So, it was uh, a little bit surreal looking back. It's a little bit surreal now looking back on being down there and talking to different coaches as everything was playing out of what was going to happen or what might happen and speculating. Um, and then to see where, where we're at now, obviously, in, in the world, in North America specifically, is, you know, we're, we're, we're on lockdown. So um, it was a great trip. Uh, I got a chance to, to meet a couple new coaches. Um you know, rekindle some relationships of coaches I've known in the past and just get to see them face to face. I saw really a lot of really good players. Um, and that was fun to do. Like that was that, as fun as recruiting and trying to get numbers and working on guys like watching that, watching the games and um, seeing strategy and seeing players come up in, in big situations and, and uh, execute things like bunch or, or hit and runs or, you know, striking out a guy with the bases load, all those things. Um, it was just great to be in the in the atmosphere again at college baseball. So that was really cool. And then getting back, you know, for me, it, it, uh, to self isolate. You know, just kind of stay away from everybody, uh, which is which is you know been weird, I guess. Not too bad, but uh, it's different. I'd say it's just different. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as we're we're going, uh, for me, it's just staying in touch with players. Uh, I've got a little bit of recruiting left to do. Um, you know, we're ready to go as far as uh, baseball operations. Um, there's a couple things on the business side attached to baseball operations that we've put a hold on. Um, but other than that, like the baseball team, you know, we're, we're just really hopeful that we get a green light here and, and it's safe for everyone. And uh, we're allowed to bring players up and, and do our thing this summer, man, because uh, all those guys are chomping at the bit, dude. Like, you know, and... I know sports is a small part of life and, and at the end of the game, at the end of the day, you know, life is more important and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people's lives tied into sports and college baseball and, you know, schools and scholarships and, and the reason you're going to class and like all those kind of things. And, you know, that's not happening. There's no sports happening. So everybody's kind of sad about that, but uh, that could bode well for the summer being the, the craziest, most intense competitive summer with, all these guys not being tired, not having played, and just can't can't wait to get going. And um, if if we're able to reap the the benefits of that, and and that ends up being one of the small positives of all this, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to get guys up here. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. But um, you know me, Dino, man, I want to get going. And and the the old countdown, like, hey, we're 90 days away. Mm-hmm. 
and now we're whatever like under 60 days away and we're not sure if we're gonna be going is it's pretty weird well so much of it depends on um how we react right now um and and you're doing your part i'm doing my part um the, the weird thing is is like you you know people have been quarantined before like for for sicknesses but they didn't have everything shut down around them like normally if you're quarantined you could watch a ton of live sports or something like that but it's like every league is on strike right now it's it's so weird there's like a labor disruption in every league called COVID 19 and, yeah. and and it's so bizarre um for you guys you depend a lot on american players so you're depending on the united states getting their act together well we all are we we are connected with our unfortunate southern brother and we depend on them to get their act together because i think we're doing an okay job uh, minus people a lot of people in bc here in canada um <laughs> but we need them like the nhl major league baseball all sports leagues all entertainment they in in canada is relying on the u.s getting their act together and and you know getting ahead and flattening this curve as they talk about so we're really dependent on them and and you guys as well with uh, a, a lot of american players um so you've reached out obviously to your your players uh that are they're coming in and and, and they're aware of the situation but what about future signings? Do you just lay low right now, um, uh, or are you reaching out to a couple of players who are also self-isolated? What's your approach on this? Yeah, it uh, it is a weird approach because um, for me, it's not it's not something like I want to hammer down on guys. Like we we the baseball is not the priority right now, mm -hmm. um, and, and I guess kind of balancing how important it is to find the the, the last two pieces and get as good of pieces as we can and. Um, they're they're players and people, but but from the business side and like the business side, they're they're pieces to our puzzle. Um, I know whatever players we do sign out of the the group of like thirty or forty guys, we've really had some good good talks with that we're gonna get some good people. Um, I'm really happy with the group that we have already and the guys that I've spoken to off and on here over the last few months. Like they're good dudes. Um, a lot of times, like there's guys that just the timing doesn't work, or coming up to Canada doesn't work. Uh, not that they didn't want to play for us. So, um, and and honestly, Dino, with everything that's happened in, in college baseball and, and seniors, uh, you know, getting extended a year at the NCAA, NAI, mm -hmm. JUCO level, like the JUCO sophomores, we don't know what's going to happen to as as they look for four years, but. Now there's seniors that were thinking maybe I'm going to get a real job and get into my life this summer. Um, now I have the opportunity to go back to school and, and maybe they already had to finish up after they were done their playing eligibility and they get extended a year and now, man, they haven't played baseball in a while. It's like, maybe I do want to come up to Canada. Like, maybe I'm going to try and make this work. Um, so we've had a couple of those talks with some guys that, you know, weren't sure what they were going to do post-graduation or post-playing eligibility. A lot of guys have to finish up after they're done playing. Um, yeah, we'll see. Like, that's opened the door for a few guys that, that uh, you know, I wasn't that optimistic that we'd have a chance to get. But who knows now? So those are some interesting talks. Like, I, uh, for those guys, I just kind of touch base and see how they're doing, what's going on. Are they back home with their family? Did they stay at school? You know, what's your plan? Like, how, how are you – approaching life here in the next little while and, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about baseball but really that's that's the third or fourth thing that comes up at this point um 
you know, trying to check, touch base with guys that I've, I've built little mini relationships with already right. and see how they're doing. So that's kind of where we're at. Okay. Um, the major league baseball season is obviously like every other sport on hold. Um, the one thing I look at, uh, I'm, I'm not terribly optimistic. There'll be a, uh, a Stanley cup or a Larry O'Brien trophy awarded this year. Uh, but I'm pretty sure the uh, Lombardi Trophy and the the World Series Trophy will be. It's just probably going to be. Uh, well, it's, I'm sure they're going to have to shorten the season. Like they, there's only so much into November you can play. Um, so we don't know whether this, uh, whether we get a handle on this in May or June or July. Uh, but the Major League Baseball season will return at some point. Unlike this year's NHL and NBA season, which I don't think is going to happen. Time is on the side of major league baseball and the nfl really yeah i agree uh, there's ways that they can um change their scheduling uh mlb you know can go down to 120 game schedule you know cut out interleague play like what whatever needs to happen and right um you know what baseball has been uh, been a sport that's you know helped in times of of sadness in the u.s especially for you know uh, I, I mean, I just remember what happened in, in 2001, you know, with, with 9-11 and everything. And, and when baseball started up again after, you know, the week off and, and the country was, you know, hurting and, and it was an outlet for people. And, and, you know, I think that's what baseball can do again uh, when it's time is it can be an outlet again for, you know, a watching people play a kid's game and, and families coming together and, and, you know, rivalry starting up again and households being divided, whether a Yankee or Red Sox, or, you know, husband and wife can, can get back to, you know, hating on each other for two and a half hours, you know, during the series kind of thing. And, you know, that that's a fun part of life. And, uh, you know, I think baseball will be able to bring back some semblance of that, uh, you know, obviously, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, and then, yeah, you, you know what, the NFL's, you know, the, the business side seems to be rolling along with everything they're doing as far as the trades and the, and the free agents and whatnot. So um, we're, we're going to see something that we've never seen before, Dino, and, and I guess that'll make it kind of cool. It'll be a unique season and um, it gives them an opportunity to try some things, you know, no, no interleague and, and condensed mm-hmm. schedule and rivalries and in, in division, how many times you play your division. So, and, you know, it, it opens up the door for some creativity to get a season in. And, and they kind of discussed that with the NHL and, and some of the ideas they had about um, tournament style or whatever. So, you know, maybe this is an opportunity for us to get into kind of like the gamer mode of sports and see see how creative we can get to, to get a season in and, and to give the fans what they've been clamoring for, right? Well, it, it kind of will be like a throwback without interleague play. And then you're only yeah. going to see the uh, the American League if you're in the National League and until the playoffs. Uh, just uh, briefly, this just came down as we're talking. The uh, CHL has canceled the playoffs in the Memorial Cup uh, that was scheduled to go in Kelowna. Um, so I, I just don't have a lot of faith in time uh, for the NHL and the NBA. And I don't want to see a Mickey Mouse tournament. I, I, I you know, I'm I'm. I'm not crazy about 24 teams possibly making the playoffs and things like that. So um, I don't know. Uh, The other thing is that, uh, you know, people still are enjoying baseball. I still get beat LA text messages from Jack Cookson daily, which is not going to happen from a Giants perspective a lot this year, but he can still dream, right? He still has to have dreams. 
during these times. Uh, so well, every every fan base right now thinks they have a chance to win the World Series. Yeah, so. well, he he knows they don't. He keeps telling me, I know they're going to be bad, but he still likes to throw out the beat L.A. as it's a it's a lifestyle. He says, I don't, I don't know where that anger comes from. Um, <laughs> okay, so there are some injury updates as well. Chris uh-huh. Sale uh, having uh, Tommy John is it Tommy John surgery that. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, is is like this is I guess why we didn't have our fantasy draft uh, yesterday is because there's some uncertainty into who might be healthy or like do you see guys opting for surgery during this time? Maybe like, it, it's yeah, so uncertain. Well, I, I mean, Sale was shut down and and they didn't really describe it as something serious, and then all of a sudden he was going under for TJ. You know, so if this year's a write off, you know, why not? Um, 12, 12 to 18 months is the recovery time for, for that surgery. So, you know, basically the best case is, is next year for opening day at this point. Um, and, and they won't do that with him. He'll be a 16 month. So he may be all of next year too. Like he might not okay. be back till 22. So what you you thought it was smart to wait for our fantasy draft at first i thought we could go ahead but i, I think it was probably smart to wait our, our other league is still doing it tomorrow night um i don't have any hardly any picks anymore because i traded them all i, I traded for Rio Muto uh, the other day so okay, I, I, I i made a big deal so um yeah. and i i don't know you know what is gonna happen but um, does this make uh, a lot of create a lot of parity when it comes to fantasy baseball players this year? Because you know Justin Verlander is not going to be able to rack up the, that many innings and uh, things like that. Does it bring some of those other guys, the the top guys, closer back down to the pack a little bit because they're just not going to get as many opportunities? Yeah, well, you you don't have the laws laws of average working out over 162 this right. time. Um, so if you get off to a slow start, you, you don't have August to, to pick her back up. Like you're, you're already done. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Do you know, I mean, the guys that they get off to a slow start, like I said, they don't have that, that runway left to, you know, have a, have a good second half. So mm-hmm. yeah, fantasy will be different too this year. Um, I got a question for you. Sure. So the, uh, a fantasy hockey league, um, What's the general consensus of, of how to decide a champion of that league? If, if like, let's, you know, it's, it's done because they were in the playoffs. We were going into week one when everything kind of got shut down. Right. Um, so, you know, a 12-team league, um, how, how do you decide who the champion is? I coin flip it. Coin flip it for what? Every matchup. Really? The, the regular season champion has no advantage on this? I don't know what what advantage what advantage do you have in fantasy? It's not like you have your own rink. Like you don't get a just because you finished in first and I finished in eighth doesn't mean you get a, a head start in the matchup. You still got to beat me the same way. You're yeah, still facing. You know, I, I just the only advantage like is is that the rosters. What's that? It sounds like maybe you finished eighth in your fantasy league and I finished first. And no, on, I, I finished the out of the playoffs. I finished out of the playoffs, but I'm in the final for the first overall pick right now. Like if I win, I get Alexei Lafreniere in our fantasy oh. hockey league. So it means yeah. a lot to me. And I still think it should be a coin flip. I don't know. Best two out of three coin flips maybe to give. So it's not one. I'm not really sure, but like 
is it really fair? Like in my lineup, I backloaded, so I had a ton of guys playing in the weekend. Well, they didn't get to play yet by the time the league got shut down. So do you really, like, what do you do? I, I think that's the only way to do it. Mm. Or, you know, there's been some talk about the money is going to carry over to next year for our league. Yeah. And you just don't have a champion. Wow. Because I don't know what else. It's, it's just so novel. Well, this is so yeah. strange, right? There, there's a lot of variables there because we, we don't have our, ours wasn't a keeper league. So oh, okay, well so I think your only your only uh, advantage is to 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 a, uh, your only choice is a coin flip or you just carry over to the next year. But you guys don't have that. I don't know how else you would decide it. Well, I would think the the the, the dude that was in first place going into the playoff week should be declared the winner. That's because you were that guy. I was that guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Josh Donaldson, the bringer of rain, um, put something out pretty fun on uh, Twitter the other day about here's his current lineup of, of current players. I don't think he put himself on his team, right? But uh, he also uh, he did put- uh, re- retired players, right? Yeah. So we did ours, and, and we put it out on Twitter as well. So run through your lineup. I'm going to throw it up on the screen as you uh, tell us about this is your current players lineup. Okay. So we can see it on the screen right now. And if you're listening and you want to watch it, head to uh, the Prospects, uh, uh, Edmonton Prospects YouTube channel. And uh, also check out social media. This will be uh, fed out on those as well. So let's run through your lineup. Yeah, okay. So current lineup, I've got uh, Francisco Lindor leading off in the, in the six. He's playing shortstop for me. Uh, Mookie Betts in right field hitting in the two. I like Lindor. He's a switch hitter with some speed. Uh, Mookie's Mookie. You know, I mean, what do we need to talk about there? MVP. Uh, hitting in the three hole. Uh, I got Michael Trout. Um, not sure what we need to talk about there. And then in the four hole, I like I like putting the lefty behind Trout. So I'm going with Bellinger. I We call him Belly in our clubhouse. All right. Um, Belly's in the four. And then his buddy Yelly is Yelich. He's in the five in left field. So I got Belly and Yelly. They're best buddies. Um, they like hitting behind each other. Uh, at second base, I'm going in the six hole with DJ LeMahieu. Um, in my mind, like he's a top five hitter in the big leagues. He just is a professional hitter. I love him. Uh, in the seven hole, Freddie Freeman, um, long time keeper for me. Freddie's my boy. He's my first baseman. Um, another big league hitter, consistently, always that guy. Um, in the eight hole, I've got the bringer of rain, JD. And even though it was JD's kind of thing, and it seems like maybe I'm sucking up, JD's my guy, man. You're I've sucking had JD, up. I've had JD for years in fantasy. He's my first keeper, and then Freddie Freeman was my second. So JD's in the eight hole. That's pretty low for a 30, 90, uh, 900 OPS guy. And then hitting in the nine hole, I've got JT Real Muto. Um, in my mind, he's the best catcher in the big leagues, the full package. Um, you know, you can you can argue Yasmany Grandal's in there. There's some offensive catchers for sure. And there, there may be some guys that are better than him defensively, but he's really good at both. Uh, the sum of his parts for me, um, he's the best catcher in the big leagues. Uh, he's hitting in the nine hole, and then I got Jacob DeGrom is starting that game for me. And uh, he's going to go eight solid. And then uh, I'm going to Josh Hader in the ninth to K three guys on 15 pitches uh, to get the win. What do you got, Dino? Who's your um, team? Okay, well, just before that, I'll tell you the fantasy trades that I made recently. Uh, I picked up Real Muto and Brad Hand uh, in a trade. Oh. 
I gave up uh, the second, my second round pick this year, so 17th overall, and a first in 21 and a first in 22. And Rio Moto is signed to a three-year deal, and Hand is, uh, I think he's a one or a two. So I got him for a few years. Yeah. And I also, I sent a second round pick in 2021 uh, to a team for Michael Conforto uh, to round out my outfield. Okay. So that's, like that, there's Conforto. a fantasy update. I think update. he's an up-and-comer. What's that? I feel like that's a lot. Like, he gave up a lot. But you got a lot. Hand and Real Moto for a second and two firsts. Yep. Spread out. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, Real Moto is a top. You're going to be top three catcher in the bigs. Yeah, and I get him for span. three years. So, yeah. I mean, that's based on what you guys do for your fantasy. I, I like that. You'd be able to lock that position up at the top of the spectrum for that long. And honestly, Dino, man, you like. The great thing about fantasy baseball is you can find gems mm-hmm. that that nobody has. So you can replace that second round pick by making a good making a good decision on the free agent wire. Yeah, so, like a Mike Fires. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, Mike Fires can carry your staff. Okay, uh, here's I like here's my team. It's up on the screen right now. I've got uh, and I didn't do a lineup. I just did a, a roster. So there's, this isn't in any particular order. Because I wouldn't be leading off with Clayton Kershaw, but he is my uh, starting pitcher. Um, I have uh, Gary Sanchez as my catcher. Paul Goldschmidt is playing first base, fantasy, uh, big fantasy guy. So is Kershaw. Uh, Biggio, I went with at second base. I, I, mm-hmm. I like the uh, the young up-and-comers. Trevor Story, fantasy, uh, short. Yeah. Uh, Redbeard, as I call him. Red turn two, Justin Turner, Dodger, third base. Uh, I'm going with Juan Soto in left, Mike Trout in center, and Mookie Betts in right. So that's my uh, current team uh, when it comes to uh, the Bringer of Reigns list. Um, what about your retired team? I'm going to put it up on the screen, and you can uh, give us your retired team here. Retired team. Retired team. See, when I did this originally, I was thinking like all-time greats. So I had Mike Trout in there, and then you uh, did a good job of uh, letting me know. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to change it, too. So Mike Trout is actually up on the screen because I just copied and pasted from your original tweet. So I I apologize for that. I didn't do that on purpose. Yeah, you're rubbing it in right now. (laughs) I didn't. Uh, I just realized that. All-time team. I got Robbie Alomar leading off. Yep. Uh, um, Man, I, I could watch that guy play defense forever. Switch hitter, too. You like you know I like the versatility. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know after Robbie, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, you know DH in the two hole Ted Williams. Um, I feel like he could probably get some hits for me. Yeah. Uh, probably get on base a little bit, uh, and then I'm going in the three hole. Barry Bonds is gonna play left field for me. I mean Barry, that's that's my era, man. I watched him all the way up. Um, in my opinion, he's the greatest hitter I've ever seen. So we'll see if Trout can get there. For me, Trout's kind of like Mickey Mantle, where I think Bonds is even a little bit ahead of that, which is crazy. Hmm. Um, in center field, I'll go with my boy Ken Griffey Jr. Nice. Um, I mean, the kid, man, the kid. And I just saw on Twitter uh, the 95 ALCS where they played uh, the Yankees and right. scored from first. And I remember we've talked about this on the podcast. I remember watching that coming home from school, being excited to watch that game. Uh, I remember that moment. Griffey's in the four. Um, 
I'm going to protect him. I've got a lot. Maybe this is weird. I've got a lot of left-handed hitters. I was a left-handed hitter. I don't know if I've got a bias there. Do you think any of these guys need protection? Yeah, I'm going to protect Griffey with Babe Ruth. (laughs) Babe Ruth's going to play right field. Um, He did play multiple positions in his career. Uh, And and for my lineup, uh, I'll take the best year he played defense in right field. That'll be the year. Got to go with Lou Gehrig at first base. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the original Iron Man. Where's number four? Um, it's Lou Gehrig, man. Uh, at third base, I'm going with my boy, Brooks Robinson. Um, one of my favorite players of all time. The way he played defense at third was uh, in, inspirational to me as a third baseman. I wanted to be a, a, a playmaker on defense like he was. Um, he took hits away every day and, and just played the game. Um, and I love that. So he's on my all-time team. Johnny Bench. Uh, in the eight-hole catching, it's Johnny Bench. Um, at shortstop, I went with uh, defense. Um, I think he's like an 11-time Gold Glove winner, Ozzie Smith. A um, little bit of wheels, uh, you know, not the greatest hitter, uh, but he's hitting in the nine-hole. I think I've got enough offense in this lineup that uh, I went with the glove on the left side of the infield with Brooks and Ozzie. Uh, I don't think there's going to be many hits. No. Robbie at second and. Um, starting pitcher, uh, it was a tough one, Dino. Uh, I, I almost put down 2012 R.A. Dickey. I know you did. I, uh, I'm but, surprised you didn't. <laughs> uh, but I decided to go with Pedro. Yeah, I love Pedro, man. I love the swagger. And then closing that game out to Mo. Go with Mo. Yeah. Closing. All What's right. your all-time team? Uh, this is what my all-time team looks like. The Bulldog is my starting pitcher, Earl Hershiser. Uh He'll get the ball, and uh, he will hand it off. In the ninth inning to Mariano Rivera. He'll go eight strong, um, maybe scatter a few hits. Uh, we won't walk anybody, uh, but then Mo will come and clean it up. Uh, Mo and Oro will be throwing to Johnny Bench. Um, here's a quick funny story. When I was in broadcasting, uh, when I was in TV, um, and I would uh, you know, be writing highlights out before I would go on, and I'd just be scribbling them, and, and then I would go back and look at a program later for notes. Every name I used Johnny Bench's name for every single name that I didn't know. It just became part of my vocabulary. <laughs> I love Johnny Bench that much. And then we started just calling people Johnny, and it was really weird when I worked with John Sexsmith and Kevin Carius. So uh, it was bizarre. <laughs> so uh, Johnny Bench is my catcher. Uh, first base, I'm going with Big Mac. Um, just like you, I was enthralled with that home run race, even though everything was going on. But even before that, the Bash brothers, McGuire and Conseco in the late 80s were so much fun. Second baseman, Jackie Robinson. You and I are both big fans of 42, and I got to go with him. Um, I, I just imagine how great he could have been if he could have started earlier. Like you, I'm going with the Wizard of Oz, uh, and I'm going with a pretty good third baseman, for third baseman that could also hit, Mike Schmidt. Uh, so Ozzie Smith, Mike Schmidt on that left side. Uh, yeah. You got some uh, finesse. You got some power. In left field, The Rock, Tim Raines, a little Expo flavor. Uh, to oh, go with yeah. Willie Mays and Tony Gwynn. Like, that's oh. a pretty amazing outfield defensively. You're going to swing it, too. You got some speed. Yeah. You're going to swing it. Yeah, like we're, we're going to play a little small ball sometimes and yeah. and steal bases. And my DH, like you, I have to have him Babe Ruth. Uh, so he can swill a couple of pops on the bench and still come in yeah, and uh, and kind of get it done. Yeah. This versatile. You and I both enjoy the ability to have a versatile lineup. Yeah. Babe Lacks, maybe get some spot time in the outfield. Yeah, that's right. Just a guy. 
Okay, so we also, uh, we're all cooped up and we're worried about our friends and our families right now as well. As you mentioned, you're staying at somebody else to make sure your parents are okay. Um, you know, we're, we're keeping our distance from a lot of people. You know, my family is in Manitoba, so my dad is his safe, but I'm worried about him. We're all worried about him. So we thought we would do a top five today with family in, in that mind and baseball families and, you know, just wasn't that long ago. We celebrated family day, uh, as a, as a country in different provinces. So here are our top five families. Uh, I'll let you go first. Uh, I have yours loaded up. So uh, lay it on us. Uh, who are your top five baseball families? I'm going at number five with the Griffies, Ken and Ken. I love the Griffies, <laughs> man. And it's super cool that uh, Senior got to play with Junior in right. that one highlight where Senior was camped under a ball and Junior came in and took it from him <laughs> and his smile. Like... <laughs> That was awesome, man. It was. And how good. Like, Ken Griffey Sr. was no slouch. He was a pretty good player. Um, you know, just just under, like, Hall of Fame. You know, he, right. he wasn't a Hall of Famer, but he was a pretty dang good player. Um, and obviously, Junior's Junior. Um, he's my number five. That's my five family. Number four is kind of a funny, funny one for me. Uh, the Mondeses. Uh, Raul and Adelberto um, I've got Adelberto in my fantasy. Like he's he's a possible 30-30 guy. I love him. Um, he, he originally came up as Raul Mondesi Jr., but now he's Adelberto. Um, and then Raul Mondesi, man, when he first came up, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, a catcher I played with growing up, Matty Grossman, he was a huge Raul Mondesi fan. And like Raul, like with the Dodgers, I mean, Dino. Yeah. Power and speed. He was fun. He was an exciting player. He was like uh, a like a earlier kind of version of Yasiel Puig a little bit. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Um, so I got them at the four. Um, in the three spot, I've got the Guerreros, mm-hmm. Vladimir, Vladimir, <laughs> and Wilton, Vlad's brother. Right, Vlad's yeah, brother. Um, Wilton was kind of funny because he was like the the punch and Judy, speedy, scrappy, find a way to get it done guy. And Vlad Seniors, Vlad Senior. I love Vladdy, man. He's He's one of my favorite players when he was playing. Sure. Uh, if not my favorite player, like the the uh, like five tool thirty thirty, um, real real similar to Larry Walker. Like both those guys had the had the cannon, played Gold Glove defense, smash mash bombs, could run a bit. Um, yeah, Vladdy Guerrero and and you know my Expos. Sure. So, uh, Vladdy's in there. Uh, number two, I've got. Probably like the 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 all American Godfather baseball family, the Boons, <laughs> um, Bob, Aaron, and Brett. Uh, Bob Boone uh, before my time, but obviously a classic name, and and has been involved in baseball and in all sorts of different capacities, coach, player, management, all that stuff. You know, Aaron Boone obviously with the Yankees, and and. Uh, coined the term savages for baseball and i love that yeah i love i love what aaron boone's actually done with the yankees and i used to be an evil empire hater um i haven't been for a while and and it's not because aaron boone but i like what aaron boone brought to the yankees and then brett boone obviously had a pretty good career had like 42 bombs Mm -hmm. back in the day for a second baseman um not sure how he was able to do that but uh, there's number two and and my number one baseball family Dino it's the Aluz nice Felipe Maddie Moises Jesus 
and Felipe's son and Moises' half-brother, Luis Rojas, who's the Mets manager now. So that's a pretty big baseball family. And for me, Dino, like Felipe Alou and the Expos, when the Expos were consistently always like a good good team, good program, and then the 94 Expos that were robbed, uh, and then he went to the Giants. I know you got some hate there for the Giants, but Felipe Alou did a great job with the Giants. Um, I love Felipe Alou. It, it, I wish I got to play for him kind of thing. So that's my number one family, the Alou's. I just uh, I, I can't think of the Alou's without that gruesome injury to Moises. Ah, uh, no, dude. I know. Rounding, I remember rounding first, I think it was, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, I, I so an innocent really look, so innocent looking. Uh, you know what? Like I, I, I tell my guys, um, you know, round first base is different, but that's the reason Moises' ankle injury and, and one of my buddies actually almost did that to his own ankle. There's two reasons. I tell my guys, I'm like, I don't care. You slide every time into second base, into home. Mm-hmm. Don't come with the like the stop short and try and not slide because hey, there's no throw up, up, up. Like, no, just get down. Yeah. Just get down. It's, if, if you do that to your ankle, man, that's probably a year. And, and yeah. unless you're a big leaguer that has established his career, like if you're out for a year, yeah. it might be longer than a year. You, know, you might and, never get back to that level. Yeah, and who so. knows what, yeah, who knows what you're going to be like after. Uh, all right, right, so here's... Here's my baseball family. Number five, I am going with the Boons. As you mentioned, baseball royalty, uh, gritty catcher, father, and, uh, you know, the you mentioned it, the Savages. Uh, I like that. Uh, the uh, Alus for me, are number four um, for a lot of the things. And we just talked about Moises. Like, I, I love Moises Alou, man. He was, a, he was a fun baseball player to watch. Uh, and his days, you know, the, the managing career, Felipe speaks for itself. The Griffies are number three for me. Um, uh, you, that, that story of the, the pop-up is awesome. And, you know, it's just, uh, 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 like other than the, the Ripken brothers, uh, playing together, it's pretty cool that these two guys, uh, played together. Uh, number two, yeah. I'm going with the bonds, uh, family, yeah. um, you know, just, uh, and you could almost include, uh, Willie Mays in that too, because that's, uh, his godfather, He's right? Godfather, so, yeah. so I, I kind of include that and number one for me, the Necros. I oh, love nice. the Necros. I, I love uh, <laughs> Phil and Joe and uh, the things that they were able to do and uh, accomplish as, as brothers. So a little bit different there at the end than you, and it would be pretty boring if both our lists were the same. But it's great to celebrate baseball families right now when we're all concerned about our, our families and things like that. And, and some of these guys in Major League Baseball are doing some fun stuff for people to keep them uh, entertained and, and things like that, as Josh Donaldson did. So... Uh, it's all about uh, yeah. of keeping uh, our, our our wits about us right now and uh, getting through this uh, bizarre time uh, that we're in. And, and hopefully we did that today for some people. Yeah, man. Um, stay safe. You know, everybody just wash your hands and try and stay away from people. And, you know, let's let's get this curve flattened for for everyone's benefit. Right. You betcha. All right, uh, Jordan, thanks very much for joining me uh, through Skype. Uh, we'll continue to do this until we are told, uh, you know, the prime minister spoke today and said enough is enough. And if uh, if we have to force you to stay home, we will. And, and you know what? I, I'm fine with it. I work from home um, and uh, I'm, I, I can do it. So it's not a it's not a hard thing for me. I hope everybody else 
follow suit. I, I, I think what you did was great. And when we get to get back together again, we're going to have one hell of a party. And maybe it'll be at yeah. the ballpark. Yeah, we should. Maybe well, I'll put that on my things list of things to do. Maybe we'll have like an open house or something. Yeah, we need to have a big party. So thanks very much for joining me. Um, to uh, everybody out there watching and listening, hope you enjoyed the program. If you did, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps us uh, to make sure we get things figured out. And uh, if you'd like to be a part of the program, um, to advertise or maybe as a guest, if you think you have a cool story, email us, Prospects Baseball Show at gmail.com that's prospects baseball show at gmail.com uh, we do have some fun guests lined up for the next little while uh if we can do it uh, uh an apparel guy here in the city that not just makes classic baseball uh apparel but sports in general and uh there's a guy who is uh uh wrote a book about baseball cards that is just so niche and funny uh, that I'm looking forward to. So that and, and unveiling the rest of your team. So we do have some things planned for the next little while. Um, we'll just have to get back in person and uh, do that. But until then, we'll just keep doing our shows like we do right now, today. And that'll just wrap it up then. Thank you so much for joining me, Jordan. Uh, have a good week. Stay isolated. There is just uh, one more thing that has to be said, and that is ban the shift. <laughs> It's gone! It's a grand slam! And that's the ball game!